Welcome, everyone, to the Game Vault Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Schuster, and joining me tonight are Mark Myers and Jenny Aquino. Tonight, we're going to be taking a trip back in time and discussing our favorite arcade games and reviewing our retro-like game, F-Zero X, for the Nintendo 64. But before we get all, you know, arcade-y, what, did you, what have you guys been playing this week? I guess we'll go with Mark first. Okay. Um, I, well, outside of the uh, normal stuff that we you see on the stream, you know, Dead by Daylight and American Truck Simulator and Civ and, and the Retro Light game, um, I've just been going through my, um, you know, playing now that I can play on the PC, some of the uh, weird PC games I had. Um, right before we started the stream, um, I was playing through the, you know, single player part of Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny. Um, that game is great. That's a good chill stream game. Um, yeah, nothing like sending a mammoth out there to destroy an army. Oh my god! That's so that sounds fun. like a lot of fun. Uh, totally accurate fun. battle simulator is great um, because it's like all weird physics. So like they, they people walk like they're drunk um, uh, out there, and <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I've seen it streamed a bunch, um, so I was glad that I was finally able to play it um, on here. Uh, I played through the first two missions. I downloaded Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered um, just because it's it's the one that would seem to pique my biggest interest being set in the American Revolution. And me, I studied that um, section of time in the United States pretty deeply in college. Um, so uh, the I was it's one that I probably should have finished over the other ones <laughs> that have nothing to do with the. Maybe it's because I studied it that I got maybe bored with it a little bit. Uh, um, I'm going to interrupt you and tell you yeah. why you got bored with it. Yeah. The main character sucks. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to Connor yet. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I've gotten to him in my PS3 playthrough, but in this one, I haven't gotten there yet. And let me say something. Boy, does the remaster not like HDR. Like, oh, no. At all. Like, um, uh. I don't know if I need to adjust the setting, but I just turned it on and I was like, oh, that's a little bright. But some games are like that when you're in the menu because it's a white menu. So it kind of looks real bright. Then we got into the game where um, you start off with Desmond and they're out in the sunlight and they get out. And it's like it's like looking into a sun lamp, um, which makes all the uh, characters look like ghosts. And and then once we got inside the cave and there was no sunlight, it was fine. Then when we got into the the little training part, which is sort of remember how to play the game, uh, part of, of Assassin's Creed 3, um, it's all white. So I couldn't see where I was going at <laughs> all. Uh, so I got through that and then I turned it turned it off and I was like, oh shit, that's like much better. Like it, yeah. it was like amazing. It's the first game that I saw like doesn't play well with HDR. It's not a great remaster, but it probably looks a lot better than. And also I don't have to go through the effort of hooking up my. Uh, PS3 to play it, um, which yeah, that game's only that system's only hooked up, and I take the effort to play NCAA football for it. So, um, <laughs> good reason. And maybe the Masters Golf game if I need to <laughs> play some. But um, yeah, so I got through that first part. It looks it looks fine, you know. Um, like I said, probably better than the PS3, but it's not blowing me away. It's not a great remaster. I there's I I forgot that I was on PC. And there's this one part, which I don't care if I spoil this game. It's, it's probably one of the worst in the series um, outside of Unity. Um, but there's this part where you kill somebody in the opening scene in the opera house. And when you kill them, you turn around and one of the little boys that's sort of like cleaning the the uh, balcony thing in the opera house mm-hmm. looks up at you after what happened. Um, 
And when it does that character, his eyes are like out of his sockets. Oh God. <laughs> like, like in a cartoony way, not in a like body horror way. And I, I, it, I went right for the um, screen share. Yeah. To hit it, and it, that was the select button, and not the screen share. Oh. Playing on PC, and then by the time I realized to hit print screen or whatever on the, um, on the keyboard, it was gone. Well, oh man. Just, just so you know, Nvidia has like a flashback recording. Yeah. So we'll have to get that set up for you. So I, so I will see. I will see if it if it was a glitch or if that's how that character looks all the time. So I would gladly funny. start another game to find it out. Um, awesome. But yeah, some of the eye stuff is bad, which is I knew it was something that they also mentioned in the AC2 remaster. I haven't seen anybody like that one character they just completely didn't care about in AC2. I don't know if you've seen those screenshots where it like looks like. Remember when that girl tried to fix the uh, painting on the Sistine Chapel or something? And she, like, fucked it up real bad in real life? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think so, yes. The, the well, art was, restoration. Yeah, and she did yeah, it real, It was, it was really bad. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what that person in AC2 looks like. Oh, that God. somebody just went, uh, that's fine. <laughs> and, he, and it's not even like he's a side character or something. He's, like, in a prominent cutscene. Like, oh, not no. part of it, but he's, like, in the back, like, dead center. <laughs> it's such a great... <laughs> screenshot um wow the rest of them were fine and then there's this one guy in the middle. <laughs> um i think if you look it up you would be able to find it but they probably patched it out by now but that's what that kid reminded me of and that's some of the so some of the other eyes aren't bad the main character was all good like i've met charles lee and, and ben franklin and uh, william johnson you know the historical characters right. um, yeah ben, ben franklin is like the best part of that game i feel yeah, like and, yeah, and he and and Kenway looks good, you know, all, like the stuff they took time, but some of the side stuff just looked bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my favorite part was I don't know what level I have it set at, but I immediately killed, uh, I immediately knocked out four redcoats um, as soon as I landed in Boston, and then they didn't come for me, and it was like real easy. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I literally just walked up with crowds like surrounding trying to get papers off this red coat, and I just walked up and just choked them out in <laughs> front of like the entire pier. And one guy comes around and I choke him out because for some reason he didn't aggro right away. And then the two that aggroed, I just beat them up with my fist and they had their bayonets and guns. And then that was it. Like there was no warning level. I'm like, so well, you're still around. Are, are you still them. in like, are you still in, um, you're, well, you're still not the main character at that point, right? No, no, no. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know what the AI was doing. Like I literally, I went around and looted all the, <laughs> and nobody alerted them. Like it it's like I'm like it's a 1754 Boston. Somebody <laughs> would go get the redcoats. Like they right. haven't earned yet. <laughs> uh, they they but, were all they were all thinking about it. They were all ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> then I and the last thing about this, and then I'll go to the two other games I played. Um, but the I the scene where you meet Ben Franklin, I ran and the thing that's so terrible about the two. Uh, the four AC games, as good as Black Flag is, um, before they got the Odyssey and, and Origins and all that, is the parkouring stuff is so finicky. Oh, like, yeah. If you get anywhere near something you can parkour, you will do it. So I'm sprinting along, and Ben Franklin's thing's like right around a corner. So I go to turn a corner, and I might must cut it too closely, and there are two horses there, and I run and jump on the horse at full speed, and it goes into the cutscene, <laughs> and I'm not in the horse. <laughs> wow. The worst is when you're when you're climbing and you're climbing and you're you're ready to climb up the last part and for whatever reason he just fucking turns around and jumps off the building. Oh, I killed myself on the ship. 
in the beginning. It happens all the time. This game yeah. sounds amazing just for these reasons that you guys are talking oh, about. Oh, the early AC games outside of two are, yeah. are train wrecks. Well, oh my um, God. Oh, I'll say Brotherhood. <laughs> Brotherhood is probably the best game because it has that side stuff where you can send people out on missions um, and they get information and weapons and money for you. Yeah, it's, um, but it's just the controls are a little, little and they got subpar. wars that went wrong. A little subpar, to say the least. God. Uni- Unity. So I read some stories about when Unity came out, Jen. Mm-hmm. The one that's set in France. It's supposed to be, oh, PS4. We can do so many guys. Look at, like, Dead Rising 4. Mm-hmm. You know, how they had all those zombies. Well, we can do that with, you know, uh, you know the, the French army and just have them all out. And you can go into a crowd. Um, but there was, like, so many glitches in that game. Like, people would, like, lose their faces in oh, cutscenes. And it would just be the eyes and teeth. Yep. Um, yeah, Unity is famous for that. It's real bad. It's just, it's real, it's real bad. That's um, so great. <laughs> the funny part is, it was so bad that the game that came after is actually really good. The one set in London, but nobody mm-hmm. cares about it. Oh, of course. <laughs> I will, I will one hundred percent admit that I did not purchase that game just because of Unity. I didn't <laughs> yeah. finish Unity, and I didn't buy the next game. I didn't buy another game till Origins, right? Because yeah. that was two games after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, um, God, I think it begins with an L. I'm not sure. Um, it's the one set in London. Um, yeah, for whatever reason. That was reason, the one I'm that got a lot of, um, you know, crazy people on the internet stuff because it had a female lead. Um, you right, know, so you, you, could, about that. You, you could pick a male or female lead. Lead, yeah. Mm. So, um, because before, people were complaining that the better game of Assassin's Creed 3 was the one set in New Orleans with the female lead. Mm-hmm. So people got upset. I was like, why did you, you know, you should have integrated them, which I think they do in the remaster. Um, but and Syndicate, so that, that, by the way, is that game? Syndicate, Syndicate. that's the name. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, so AC3, I'm just going to go through and see how bad this remaster is. And just, it's one of those games, I heard a question on Giant Bomb today. It was like, have you ever played through a game that was terrible mechanically because you loved the story or <laughs> vice versa? Like yeah. the combat was great, but the story was shit. Mm-hmm. Um, or the the premise was great, and uh, that second part for me is is definitely all David Cage games. Um, <laughs> where just the act of having consequences for all your actions, do all the mundane stuff um, while walking around, <laughs> but the stories are all trash. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it made me think of this. Like I'm gonna, I want, I want to know the American, you know, how they do American history here, and um, even though the gameplay is gonna be shit. But yeah. um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, to a game that is actually really good. Um, you know, I played I played through a little more of Witcher 3. Yay! Um, um, I made choices. This will probably mean more to those who have played it. Um, so I am... I was so shitty to Siri's father. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, they asked you to have bow. You bow to him. I refused. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably comes up later that that was a bad thing. But I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> um... Just in the beginning, because how much of a big deal they made up. You have to bow. It's etiquette. Yeah, and you're like, you uh, no. Bow or not bow? Yep. <laughs> he <wasn't> that. Fuck <laughs> no. this guy. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> and then I, apparently based on my questions that I answered during the interrogation, um, I kept Triss alive, um, which I think is his ex-girlfriend or something, just from the thing, because uh, yeah, Jennifer brings her up. She's a love interest, for sure. Yeah, for. yeah. And goes... <laughs> Oh, so that's who you chose, like sort of a little jealousy, which mm. I heard about, but yeah, it was, it was 
apparently. So if we could be out there, that's the story path I'm on. But yeah, he said something like, um, it was like something he said, um, oh, he offered me money and cash and all this stuff to get Siri. And I'm like, fuck that, I'm just getting Siri. <laughs> Keep your money. I'm like, I'm the worst witcher. I'm playing him without <laughs> the money. Like, every time I'm like, I should probably ask for money, but this guy's a shithead. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the people that I do would like take money off of, you know, um, are the farmers. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, yeah. But the, yeah, I met the priest um, when you first get to the Bloody Baron area. Yeah. And they give you the choice of either taking his bribe or killing him. And I'm like, oh, this, you knew what my choice was. Um, I, you 100% so, killed that killed dude. Him. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my money's real low in that game. So I can't really play Gwent well because I haven't been able to buy the cards. <laughs> Oh man, wait wait till you play Gwent though. I really I, want to know your opinion on it when you I actually. Played, I played a couple games. Okay. Um, I noticed right away that I should have been buying more cards, but I have no money. <sighs> um, so it took me a couple tries. This guy completely. It was one of those games where I didn't realize the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just kept throwing cards on the table, and then he wiped me. I won. I won like twenty three eighteen or something, and. Then the next game, he just kept dropping things that made him win the game automatically. Mm. For the next two of my, <laughs> like he set me up by me using almost all my cards. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, and uh, so I learned and beat him the third time. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a lot more of fuck. I made the mistake than any time I played that Pokemon <laughs> card game. <laughs> you know? So, so you like it more, is what you're saying, right? I, 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 I it feels more fair than random. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take it's it. Like, coin flip. Like, that game's literally coin flip the game. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got through that. And then, um, just quick, I'm scanning. Well, I've been playing Out of the Park Baseball, which is just basically a um, like Excel spreadsheet baseball simulator. And just the weirdest things happen in those games. Mm. Um, yeah. Besides, the, the whole fame voting stuff is the best um, to see who. I had like three years where nobody made the Hall of Fame. Um, which is unheard of. (laughs) Yeah. And then guys are like making it at like, um, like Clayton Kershaw had like 90%, um, vote in. And I'm like, I guess, um, but yeah, the, uh, so I'm playing through that and I have, I can't figure out the Like I think I figured things out. And then all of a sudden, like I was telling Dan, I like went from having like the third overall pick to I won 97 games the next year. And I didn't really change much. (laughs) Like, Like, I'm like, Oh, maybe guys got better and that got called up or something. Like, yeah. I didn't like. I don't know how to like. It's a, so it's just fun. I'm just basically simulating simulating now and just going through it. Um, somehow I've not been fired despite the fact that my owner's been unhappy with me for 20 years. Um, <laughs> well, you won 97 games without changing anything, so something's yeah, got to be working. Yeah. yeah. But it, but at that point he wanted a World Series, so he was not happy with me because I didn't win a World Series. Oh. Anyway, that that game's that game. Was, <laughs> um, it just it just makes me laugh because I'm like I don't get it, but somehow I think the Padres have won four World Series in the because I'm in the mid 2030s right now. Um, oh wow! So yeah, um, I think the Pirates won a World Series. Uh, so See, yeah. that's more believable than the Padres. Yeah, yeah, three or four. I'll have to go check. I'll, I'll report it next time we're on this on a stream on Monday. Um, but yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I played a little bit more Sims 4. That's still fun. Um, the um, I realized about two hours in that I had clicked it for the Sims not to age up because I didn't want my Sims to get old fast. Oh. Then realized that when they have a baby, the baby doesn't age up. 
Oh. So <laughs> the baby was like a baby for like two hours. I'm like, this is way too long for that baby to still be a baby. <laughs> so Why is it off and, What's and it, had a, it had a birthday immediately. I was like, oh. Um, That's hilarious. So, so I have a, I, I have two really good kids. Um, nice. Congratulations. I made sure one of them is neat. So of that course. one likes to clean up all the time. And the other one was like an A student without any problem. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's just fun. It like every my my people my sched, people schedules are weird. So I'm like calling the nanny, and the nanny's like there for 18 hours. Oh god. Game, game time because we have weird schedules. She's an au pair. I, I tried to throw I tried to throw a uh, birthday party in in a park, and I got to the park and it had nothing set up for the birthday party. Oh. Like Someone's I had to go with, fired. <laughs> I had to go with, no literally I had to go purchase a bar and a place for the caterer. Um, <laughs> To be able to have food and stuff, and then everybody was getting tired. We finally we aged up the kid, and then apparently both kids were ready to age up. So we got home. The one kid was sad because he didn't have a birthday. Oh. Uh, it's it's since we're great. Um, These are the best all, stories. <laughs> all, the, all the little stuff. It's just yeah. It's just I mean, this just really makes you want to play these games. Obviously. It does. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You have to want to experience the weirdness that yeah. comes with yeah. these sim and games. Then, yeah, and then the Civ Six thing. I don't know if you guys were watching Sunday, the audience or, or you guys, mm-hmm. um, but but you got you weren't seeing my stream, so you nobody saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, you hear me going, um, Dan, I I gotta kind of make friends with this one person, and he's like, Oh, why? And uh, and finally, I became friends. So I get to see their whole map. Yeah. And I was like, Because they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. And I counted around, and they had, like, 25 army. Oh, like, my God. Things. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh. I remember that part. <laughs> he was like, oh. Because you were surrounded by two of them that were pretty Yeah, yeah pretty they both dangerous. hated me, and I'm like, Dan, I might be gone. Like, I, there's no way I'm fighting both of these guys off. I, like, basically sent um, settlers to, like, South America so that I could, so I wouldn't lose the game. Right. Because they have to take over all your cities to get out. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You're in a tough spot. Also, this one person that, like, the army of the century and was just, like, oh. at half of them surrounding me. And I'm like, Uh-oh. okay, yeah, <laughs> you're doing this. Um, so, yeah, that was, that's always fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my list here. I'm probably, next week, probably going to jump into a couple other things. Like, I have, you know, uh, Sonic All-Stars Racing, which I actually like um, on here in Burnout Paradise. Maybe just getting some card games. Um, I was thinking of playing Call of Duty. Um mm-hmm. Tonight, just to not tonight, maybe this weekend, uh, to check out. Um, besides the fact that I got to see if there's an update and see if it wants to take over even more of my hard drive. On my- <laughs> I can guarantee that it does want to. <laughs> I think it's at like 175 gigs at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. Some, something. So, I keep un- deleting un- them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, and I, I want to check because uh, you know they had all those statements about how they're going to clean up online play. Mm-hmm. You know from you know, random chat people and stuff. Because there were many times when I saw tags for crews, and I'm like, oh, that is, ah. You know, as they're going around, like, how did that get through? Yep. You know, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, so I'm curious at that. Uh, I feel like I talked this most time, but I have just been playing <laughs> as many games as possible to keep my mind off shit that is going on as much as possible. I don't know if you guys have been doing the same. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, I'm go like, ahead. yeah, I'm... I haven't been playing as many games. Um, I can't say mainly because of Civilization VI, but it is kind of because of that. But I, I'm very happy with it. 
Um, so obviously still playing Animal Crossing. I do have to say I'm really glad I didn't get into the actual stock market because I'm pretty sure I would be horrible at it because I cannot get a decent price on my stupid turnips to save my life. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm even in a Facebook group, um, courtesy of Jonathan, our friend, who invited me. And I haven't checked it super recently, but um, one person had a really good price. And then I don't think there's been anything else that's come up for anyone else recently. So it's been it's been a struggle. But, you know, I'm, I'm trekking on. Um, I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, and then, as most of you know, we started playing Dead by Daylight again. So we streamed last Saturday. So Saturday stream screen stream came back. It was awesome. We weren't that bad. Right. We were pretty good. Um, it was really fun yep. and I don't think we had anything really wild happen to us like we did the last few times, but it was good to get back into that. Um, my rank changed, unfortunately, so I do have to get back down to where I was before, uh, before I stopped playing, but I am really happy to be playing that again. Um, and then other than Dead by Daylight and Animal Crossing, I've really just been doing Civilization VI, which I know the last podcast, um, I had just downloaded it and I was really excited about it. So again, if you guys listening have been paying attention to our streams, um, we've had, I think, three already yep. between, yep. Um, first it was Dan starting a new game on his own, who's my husband, who's our special guest. And then he's been a repeat guest with Mark. They've been doing um, Civilizations multiplayer. So I've been um, really enjoying watching you guys play. I enjoy playing as well, but I equal enjoy watching the game. Which is interesting. I think we brought that up on one of our streams, how maybe some people might not find it interesting. Um, but I do. I don't know why. I just do. So, yeah, it's, that's... It's relaxing watching all yeah. that stuff come together. Yeah. I still yeah. think that, unless if we want to try and figure out Jackbox, that mm -hmm. might be a good game to do like a, 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 like a charity stream on over the summer. Yeah. You know, whether it be Labor Day as a pre-Extra Life stream or July 4th for other charities, you know, just something where you can sit down for six to eight hours. Yeah, which is know. definitely easy to do with that game. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> could play through a whole game of, of Sith, basically, yeah. as part of this. And that includes you, Tom. Yeah, I, I downloaded <laughs> it. I still have to play it. I've been messing with so many other things, which I'll get yeah. to once. I, I, <laughs> I would to... keep an eye out if there's a Steam sale coming up, as you mentioned mm -hmm. before, Tom. Um, uh just in case if that DLC goes on sale, Jen, or Civ. Yeah, I would totally download it because yeah. now that I've yeah. played so much that I want even more content because <laughs> I yeah, get gather, it. Gathering Storm's the better one, but if they okay. put a deal where it's everything, just get everything. Yeah. Oh, but make yeah. sure you at least yeah. get Gathering because okay. that's the one that adds errors and uh, Dark Age, Normal Age, Golden Age okay. um, incentives to do while you're playing. And it mm -hmm. adds a whole bunch too. You know what would be cool? I was just thinking there's a mode. Um, oh, I forget what it's called again. I think it's called like Red Death or something. Oh, it's sort of like a battle royale. Yeah, it's a battle yeah. royale where like the world is dying and you're trying to be the sole survivor. That would be cool. I don't know if it's multiplayer. I think it is. That would be cool to do as like a, a shortened stream. Or yeah, not a shortened stream, but like a charity stream. Yeah, and the newest uh, expansion, which I don't have yet or probably won't get anytime soon, um, it introduces Apocalypse mode. Yeah, which basically awesome. means that, you know, if, if you last long enough in that game and stay alive, the, the uh, uh, I forget which reviewer read, said it, that the, the game just starts sending asteroids. Oh um, God. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like the original SimCity. Yeah, that's intense. 
yeah, yeah, the, the end the game. Um, so that'll be fun. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward. Sweet, yeah, me too. I mean, other than that, just played F Zero X, which we'll talk about at the end of tonight's podcast. Um, I do want to make a pact. Maybe you guys can help pull me to it. <laughs> I do want to <laughs> get into more games. I like how um, Mark, you said you have a list that you made. It sounds like of things you're trying to get to. So. Oh no, I'm literally that. just looking at my shortcuts on my desktop. Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's kind of like a list. That's kind yeah, of like a that's, list. That's... I had them sorted. Like they're <laughs> they're stacked on top of each. I so. literally have th- this whole podcast is dedicated to my list. So yeah, it's true. That's what retro roulette is. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so next podcast, hopefully I will have more, like Mark was going through, a lot more games that I was dabbling with just to kind of broaden my horizons there. Um, but that's there's, there, there's, there's a positive and negative to that. I wish I played a lot more Witcher 3. Mm, I do want times... to start that again, actually. That might be my first one. I have well, to. Now that you have a PC, right. now that you have a PC, a you should better. definitely get Witcher 3 on PC. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I was... <laughs> Also, it, I mean, while we're on this podcast, go look. I'm pretty sure GOG has them all for sale, like the whole series. Witcher, okay. Witcher 2. One, I wonder one... if Witcher 2 has... Was that a DLC that was called, like, The Lich King or Killing the Lich King or something like that? Or was um, that what the second game was called? No, uh, no Wrath of the Lich King is yeah. Warcraft. That's Warcraft. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let me let me double check because I I want to say Witcher two had it it was like a nobody I feel like nobody played Witcher two it, yeah, it was either it's you like played seems very important to it is very important but I feel like nobody played it because Witcher three was such a huge thing in itself yeah, yeah. Witcher Witcher one is uh, like convoluted is what I've heard it's like it takes a long time to understand what the hell going mm. on like gameplay wise not story wise yeah. I only played the so, Wild Hunt. Witcher 2 is Assassins of Kings yeah. Enhanced okay. Edition. That's the newest version of it. Okay. I knew there was something Kings. But yeah, they have the whole series on sale for $42. The whole series. Wow. I'm That's looking in- now, too. Like, that includes the invent- the adventure game. That includes Gwent. That includes, like, everything. So <laughs> Yeah, there's a separate Gwent game. That, yeah, if yeah you have I have it. On PC. I don't have it on PC, but I have it on the PlayStation. Yeah. It's it's really fun. What am I say about that? <laughs> the, only, the only competitive card games I've played are Pokemon and Triple Triad. So, I mean, when when doesn't have a high bar to get over. <laughs> it's, and also, it's what was the one really in? Good. What's the one in eight? Is that Triad? One of them's an eight. One of them's a nine. Eight is Triple Triad. Okay, and nine uh, has its own card game. Yeah, nine has its own game. Which is I forget yeah. what the name of it is, but it yeah. But they, they all pale in comparison to Blitzball. I think we can see. <laughs> <laughs> <Or Blitzball. laughs> yeah, so what have you been playing, Tom? Well, I've been going back through Final Fantasy VII Remake and doing some, like, achievements and stuff. I am happy to say that I managed to beat the pull-up contest nice. on all difficulties. <laughs> I don't know what that, that means, was, but it sounds like a great feat. It was the most intense part of that game by far. Wow. Have you fought Triple H yet? No, no, not okay, yet. I haven't fought, I haven't fought it again yet. So, no. <laughs> so I, I went back to like um, chapter two or three, whichever one you have to go to to start doing the dresses. I haven't gotten all the way That's back three. up there yet. But um, 
I did like a couple quests to make sure I got all the music and I did the squats and the pull-ups and all that stuff. Uh, and then I went back to the beginning, starting to get, get to wall market again. Um, but I also got a new controller for mm-hmm. the Dreamcast, um, a company called Retro Fighters. They I'm, release. I'm, I'm going to say before you go on, I was not expecting the word Dreamcast to come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's go ahead. It's, it's very overlooked, Mark. <laughs> oh, I love the Dreamcast. It's just like I got a new controller. I'm like, okay, for the Dreamcast. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like blinking white man. Yes, um, it's very yeah. it's very weird that people are still releasing <laughs> brand new controllers for the, these systems. But the company's called Retro Fighters, and they create like n- more ergonomic and uh, more like modern versions of old controllers. So they recently did one for the N64, which they basically took the N64 controller and turned it into a Xbox 360 controller, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they, they did basically the same thing for the Dreamcast. So I was like, all right, I got to put this thing through its paces. So I've been playing freaking Dreamcast all week after getting this controller to make sure that it works well. So how much Offspring have you listened to? Um, a lot. Okay. Quite a lot. So I played <laughs> Crazy Taxi, obviously, because you if you're going to try out a controller, Crazy Taxi is probably going to be one of the first games, especially yeah. on a Dreamcast. It's going to be one of the first things you try. Because it's very hectic and crazy, and you gotta obviously, uh, you gotta make sure you can get around the the city with the new thumbstick. The best part about it is they change the thumbstick, because that's one of my least favorite parts of the Dreamcast controller is the way that that analog stick, feels. because it's not like any other analog stick on any other controller that I can think of. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. Go ahead. I, was, I was gonna say I've only been playing Dreamcast games with Xbox 360 controllers recently, so I kind of forget how that feels. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got a lot of tension, first of all, and it's convex and has, like, nubs on, on the actual analog stick. I remember so it's that, not, yeah. But it doesn't have, like, rubber. There's, like, no rubber on the analog no. stick, so it slips easy, which is why the nubs are there, but it doesn't always work. <laughs> um, but this one has a standard you know xbox style joystick on it actually i think it i think they said it was more akin to um a joy con uh joystick but they said okay no worries about drifting there won't shouldn't be any worries hmm. yeah. um yeah some of us but, may or may not have three controllers that all drift <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's ridiculous um but the cool thing about it is it has all these features. It's got a really nice D-pad. Another problem with the Dreamcast was the D-pad on that controller. It was like mush crap. Mm. Um, it's got a 10-foot-long cord, so I can sit wherever I want, which is nice. It's got turbo functions. Um, it's also it's compatible with VMUs and like rumble packs and all. Mm. Pretty much anything that a Dreamcast controller can have, it's compatible with it. And the cord comes out of the top. Not at the bottom. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. Another, like, oh, for as forward-thinking as that console was, they really screwed up on that 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 controller. There were so many things that could have been done better, but they just, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking when they did some of that stuff. Here, hearing what you talk about, all the stuff it, it's compatible with, I'm glad that you'll be able to bring your chow garden with you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now you don't have to worry about that. That's right. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about not having my child garden. Uh, but yeah. So, so just just for because I'm king of inside jokes. Jen, did you ever play the Dreamcast? No, not really. Okay. Uh, so quick inside thing. The VMU is a little screen um, thing that where your memory card would go in the controller. Mm-hmm. And for Sonic Adventure, or was it two? I think it was two. You got to raise these little animals called chows. And okay. they would store the chows in the VMU. And I think right, you could take the VMU out and play it on the VMU. Yes, it was like a Tamagotchi. Yes. It was a little Tamagotchi. Oh, that's okay. okay. So that and it, it's a terrible mini game in that game, but um, besides Sonic Adventure, um, there's many things to say about it. But yeah, yeah, that that's that's why I was like, okay, I want to make sure Jen is just Chow Guard's not just going over our head. Yep, <laughs> totally was. <laughs> it's, it's a very okay. specific um, good joke that if if you were into Dreamcast, I'm assuming you would have spent a lot of time with that just from but the yeah. way you play Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> so, obviously, I tested a lot of racing games because I'm a racing game fan, and for whatever reason, I have a ton of them. Uh, so, the next game I tried was Revolt, which is a racing game where you're playing as an RC, you use RC cars, and it's it's like a kart racer, and, with, and your RC cars racing around real-life environments, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um... I was really surprised at how well it worked in that. Okay, good. Because I, I feel like on the Dreamcast also was like the first time that you used the triggers for gas and brake. I feel like on every other console you, you didn't, you still used the face buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, I think, the tr- I don't know if you had the baseball game, World Series Baseball on there. Um, I think the trigger was swing. So I can imagine they would have done trigger for car too. Yeah, I feel like they really wanted you to to use those buttons because I up until that point they were kind of not like on the PlayStation you kind of didn't use them a whole lot. Yeah, they were strafing and stuff yeah. like that, really. Um, but yeah, I they the triggers feel real good for racing games. I also played Tokyo Extreme Racer, another racing game, obviously street racing mm-hmm. at night on the streets of Tokyo. Mark, you would love it. Yes, it's like Fast and Furious the game. Tokyo Drift. (laughs) Yes. It might as well have been Tokyo Drift the game. The third the third best fast and furious movie. Um What? Who said that? that? (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, I tried out Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 because I needed to make sure that D pad worked. (laughs) It works like hundred times better than than a D pad on the standard Dreamcast controller. Ugh. I, I like. I understand what Sega was doing. They were totally copying the N64 controller with the expansion and all that stuff and the triggers, but they just they just missed the mark a little bit. And I'm glad that this company is around to make sh- to make it work correctly. Yeah. Um, because I vastly enjoyed my experience today and up until today with this controller, um, as opposed to using a standard one. And I, I feel like the, they really have hit the mark on these these restyled controllers. They did one for the NES, too, but it was basically just to make it more ergonomic. There wasn't really a whole lot to change about the NES controller because there's only two buttons, four buttons. They, they, they made it more like the SNES with, instead of circular, instead of square? It was kind of like 
um, the NES Max. I don't know if you remember that controller. Okay, yeah. With, like, the weird thumbstick thing. But they used a D-pad. But it was kind of more of that shape. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever played with... I remember that they... Well, because, of course, Nintendo is everything. It was the 90s when that... Um, or everything's got to be Max or, you know... Super or... Yeah. Super. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they did a lot of weird stuff with controllers that came out the dog bone and yeah. all this weird stuff that never seemed to catch on but yeah so i'd recommend going out and trying to find this controller i want to say that stone age gamer has them we're nice. an affiliate of stone age gamer yeah there you go <laughs> so you should check out the link in the <laughs> description to go see if you can get one of these because they just i was a kickstarter uh backer so I got mine first, um, but I'm pretty sure they're for sale now on Stone Age Gamer. So go grab one if you like the Dreamcast, but you hate the controller. Yeah. Was, is, is that all? Because there's two things I want to add, and there would be perfect segues right now. Yes, that's all okay. I got, Mark. Go okay. For it. So it's glad that you talked about Dreamcast as last thing, because um, two things I wanted to mention um, just real quick. Um, uh, I brought it up on the stream yesterday, but... Um, have both of you seen the Game Gear Micro? Oh my yes. God, yes! Again, oh, Sega, Sega, what are you thinking? Did, did you hear what the pre-order bonus is? Or no. Or the kick with, you get a magnifying glass with. Oh my God! Stop it! <laughs> when I saw when I saw it, I was like, "What is today? Is today <laughs> is April first? Is today <laughs> April first? This looks ridiculous." That's a valid question, Tom. It, <laughs> it, feels like somebody in the executive room was just like, ah, give me ideas. We need ideas. Mm-hmm. And it was, this was like the second to last one. It was like, why don't we just make a like really tiny Game Gear? And that was the one they chose. Awful. Well, it's like the meme. It's like the, the one where the dude just says something stupid in the corner. Like, yes, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's like so many things. It's like how the, like one of the taglines for the Xbox One is, if, it, if it's so real, it's almost real. Um, and I'm like, that feels like the end of just throwing stuff at the wall and coming up with it. And that's, or it's an April Fool's joke that went too far. Um, yeah, exactly. That's and, that was my main thought was that it yeah. was an April Fool's joke. It's bizarre. The screen is literally slightly bigger than an inch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about a half inch or three quarters of an inch bigger than a quarter. Now it's I insane. I didn't read the whole thing. Do you have to buy? different ones to get the different games or do they all have the same yes okay Uh, and the yes each game each one has a different game on it and um i think you might uh, uh, correction for me i think you have to pre-order all four to get the magnifying glass oh wow well you you have to buy all four to get all the games so you yeah i mean (laughs) yeah why the hell not which you're correct also mark i i'm reading it now you do have to pre-order all four i'm pretty sure um, it's like 200 bucks too, if you, yep. if you order all four. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Game Gear didn't have any games. Why? <laughs> Why do they? I played two games on my Game Gear. Um, World Series Baseball, because, mm. you know, baseball is my first love. Um, and people yep. buy me baseball games. Like, you play Little League, here's a baseball game. Yep. Um, you probably know that, Tom. Um, <laughs> and, uh. Still happens. Yeah. 
And um, I played one of the Sonic games. I think it was either the second or third one that came on it. I was going to say, one of them had to have been a Sonic game, because that's yeah. all you could buy on Stupid Dream. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like uh, Triple <laughs> Chaos. It might have been the third one that had like a weird title to it. Uh, Triple Trouble. Triple Trouble, yeah. That was one I had. Um, so I had those two games, and that was it for my Game Gear, um, which is why I don't have a Game Gear anymore. I, I have... I have a Game Gear. Ask me yeah. how many times I've taken it out in, like, yeah. 30 years. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, how many AA batteries do you have? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the other problem. You have to have 12 six. AA batteries. It's six, but they die yeah. in, like, three hours. So, yeah. so you gotta, uh, you, you either have to have the, the DC jack for it, or you just have to have an endless supply of AA batteries. Yeah, it's yeah. like having a giant boom box and needing just to carry a school bag full of deep B and C batteries <laughs> to make it work. This game, uh, Game Gear, but that, that was hilarious. A, I feel like that that's a such a Philly reference. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, actually more of a New York reference. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I was thinking more when I said boombox, thinking more uh, B boys you know, do the right thing. Okay. Um, I was thinking to, I was thinking yeah. Will Smith in Summertime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's the same time period and the same thing. Yeah. So, but I had um, uh, it's gonna kill me, but. My brain's not working well, too. That guy has a very famous character name. Um, he's very important in that movie. And it's going to scream at me when he listens to this podcast. Um, and I will give him that I'll give him that pleasure by not looking. Um, <laughs> We're just going to leave him hanging. Just, let, just, just let him yell at me it. because he likes to yell at me. Yep. It's going to be like the, the high beam back on truck. Uh, and, and the time when I said uh, Jenny Lewis's band name wrong. <laughs> uh, but... Um, uh, so, and the other thing, which connected to what you were talking about, um, I don't know if we mentioned this last episode, but they, uh, they're totally remaking Tony Hawk 1 and 2. I don't uh, think we talked about it, but yeah. yeah and I, I wanted to get your, as a guy that, you know, loves at least Thug, you know, underground, um, yeah. you know, how are, are you ready for like day one purchase? Yes, but I'm a <laughs> little, see, see, the problem is, I've been burned before. I purchased Tony Hawk 5 day one. It was a terrible decision. That game is god-awful. And if anyone spent more than, like, five bucks for that game, they got ripped off. Um, I also owned Tony Hawk HD, which was not very good. It was not very good. It was a, It was basically the same premise as what they're putting out, but... Some other company did it that just... I think it was the same company that did um, Tony Hawk 5. I think it was Robo Robomoto. I think it was, was the name of the, the yeah. developer that did it. So I'm a little afraid because they've screwed up so many times in the past few games with Tony Hawk that I'm really praying that they just take the original engine and throw some new paint on it. That's all I, that's all I want. <laughs> the engine worked. You don't need to mess with it because... Yeah. What what they did in Tony Hawk HD was that they they took like the levels, but they put it in like the Tony Hawk 4 engine or whatever whatever engine was like mo most widely used or the Thug engine. So the physics and the like the the level designs didn't mesh. They didn't make any sense. So like by the second level, you're like airing over everything and you're just not able to land on anything because the phys the physics don't make any sense because the yeah. in the original game i don't know how much you guys have played the original tony hawk yeah. it was more of a even though it was an arcade style game 
it was more of a simulator game too. It was more like a a skateboarding simulator as opposed mm-hmm. to what it turned into. Um, so the physics were more, way more realistic. Like doing a 900 in Tony Hawk One is very difficult because in real life it was difficult. So in in like in Tony Hawk Five, you can go up to the first ramp once you have special, and you just automa- you can automatically do a 900 and no problem. So I'm praying that it's not Tony Hawk Five and or HD related. I'm yeah, hoping. That- I was just gonna say I hope that they do reviews before it comes out because i know if it, if they don't that's a huge red flag for everyone so we'll see what happens i'm yeah. ready to purchase day one but at the same time i'm afraid it made me laugh because the uh playthrough of one while you were saying how realistic it is reminded me of the playthrough i watched of it someone just did benihana's the whole time and like was able to <laughs> get all the points um and all that it was funny um they, uh, I believe it was Giant. It's either GameSpot or Giant Bomb, but either way, one of them, like, and then somebody put together a supercut online of all uh, every the time. Benihana, Benihana, Benihana. Benihana. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny, but yeah, it, it, I remember watching the playthrough and they were like, yeah, this one you got to be a little more aware, you know, doing tricks. Um, but yeah, speaking of day one purchases, I mean, I'll be in the same boat. Tom, I'm buying the Fast and Furious video game on day one, no matter how good it is. <laughs> and I will have yeah. no regrets. Yeah, but that game's not $60, is it? <laughs> I don't... That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> give give me the collector's edition. Uh, put, a, put a piece of Vin Diesel's tank top. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that would be like... Like, a piece of a car is stupid. Yeah. And, you know. His tank top. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny. Um, That's but, good. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, but I, I wanted to touch on the. Oh, and just one last thing, just to, you know, be completely, um, you know, complete the Sega news story. Um, they're introducing it, it'll lead right into our topic, actually. Yes, um, the, uh, they introduced uh, uh, what they're calling Fog Gaming, um, which made me laugh. Someone described it as it's not the cloud because that's in the sky. It's the fog because it's down low where the machines are. And wow. Was... This sounds like a Sega idea if I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. But the, the idea is actually pretty cool. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Japanese culture has uh, the arcades, like, for some reason, just stopped in America, like, stopped advancing technology-wise. Like, basically, it was DDR and then nothing. Um, it's because home consoles became the same. Yeah as mm-hmm. arcades, so nobody wanted yeah. to go. But Japan has continued to innovate, and they have things that are tied to online. You get cards, and you can save things on the cards, and you can go to, you know... It's like, like a really, buster. Yeah, it's a really high-tech um, in terms of they take their arcade things pretty seriously there, um, a lot more than we do. So um, I guess um, you jump in if I'm leaving anything out, Tom, but um, yeah. I believe Sega is, like, sort of, while the machines aren't really being in use... Um, you know, they're sort of allowing them to be streamed over the internet or yeah. something, and you can sort of play the games, the computer games, through the Fog Gaming system. <laughs> that makes me laugh. I, yeah, they're turning, I haven't they're, looked, Did they spell it with two Gs? Yeah, what? it's like they're turning it into, like, an internet cafe, but you're not yeah. there, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's It seems a really cool idea. Um, I would probably play Hang On. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd, that'd be it. What game? Hang on. What you played that yesterday? Nope. That's fine. <laughs> Good. Um, 
But yeah, mostly where it's hitting most of the news is I think a lot of the virtual fighters are on there, or yeah, at least one, of, one of them. Well, at least one and two would be very interesting for for them to be on there because they're very popular Sega fighters. Yeah, I think if I think if it's anything, I don't I, I didn't read deeply into it enough to know if it's like current machines, which would lead me more to think it's like four or five would be on it um, rather than one and two. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming there'd be like um, you know whatever the upgraded version of like Space Harrier and things like that. But it's a really cool idea, and you know. Um, you know, you can get a lot of those games by downloading MAME, yes. you know, and figuring it out. But just the idea that, you know, the novelty, I don't know, did it have a cost to it? That was the only thing I couldn't find. I'm pretty sure it does. I know I could not find that either, but yeah. yes, I'm pretty sure it has some sort of cost. Yeah, so if you want to feel like you're supporting Japanese arcades or wherever this money goes. Um, but, uh yeah. Yeah, so, and yeah, with that news coming out, it led perfectly into our um, topic we chose today. We seem That's to right. control the news, is what I'm saying. Yes, we 100%. <laughs> we make things happen. Uh, just before oh, by we, the way, we, um, uh, before we up, go to... One thing. Go ahead. Um, by the way, on Up, Up, Down, Down, um, Amber Moon calls her thing Retro Roulette. Cool. I know, I know, I know. And, and another story I saw... For some reason, Days of Thunder is like this big thing now. Like oh, people yeah. are all of a sudden finding out about it. We played that game three months ago. Mm-hmm. It's and the we main knew all curse. about it. And I have an original copy. <laughs> I didn't know it was worth a damn, but apparently it's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the main Amy curse. We mm-hmm. we put we put uh, Masters of the Universe back into the world when we did that movie. <laughs> wow. They quite literally. Stole our thunder. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so we were just talking about arcade arcades in Tokyo and Japan and how they're still a huge thing. And our our generation, I feel like our generation, I feel like the one about ab- right above us, were kind of grew up with arcades. That was yep. where you wanted to go. You wanted yep. to be at an arcade after school or for your birthday party or things like that. Um, and we were just thinking about what our favorite arcade games were. And we're talking arcade cabinets, so it could be anything you would literally walk into an arcade, see it, and want to play it. We're not talking about arcade-style games for the console. We're talking literal cabinets that you walk up. Um, and this actually came from someone who I didn't think was that into arcades. (laughs) This was Jenny's idea, so I'm interested to see what you what you got for us okay um so i'll just say all of mine in one shot and then we'll just go around i guess yeah that, that way we don't there, have to like there, keep circling and circling <laughs> there, there are that many versions of ddr yeah there actually are <laughs> they're like eight to ten mark but... <laughs> don't joke about ddr <laughs> listen here mark just kidding i'm probably um, the only one who hasn't played it really you haven't played it yeah do, do I look like a guy that could survive DDR? Oh, you can play. You can play with a controller. It's <laughs> oh, not thanks. obviously thanks, the preferred Jen. way, but <laughs> <laughs> I smell a extra life challenge. And I have DDR mats. Oh wow. snap! He's <laughs> like, why did I, I open my mouth? <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. Okay, so um, my all time. I'm gonna start with my all time favorite because why not? My all-time favorite arcade game of the century is House of the Dead. Um, 
This is a game that to this day, every time I walk by an arcade, I have to run in and see if it's there because it is just perfect. It is fast paced. It has blood, gore and zombies. It's a shooter. You could, you know, pair up with a friend and take out a bunch of zombies. It is just I don't know really what it is about this game that I love so much. But um, I when I was in I think I was in high school during my DDR craze. Um, <laughs> I also discovered House of the Dead. And I literally spent $20 in an arcade <laughs> and I beat it back in the day. So that was like my lifetime accomplishment. But yeah, to this day, literally there was a Dave and Buster's that opened up in the mall by my house. And I happened to just walk by when somebody was opening the door and right there in the center of the room is House of the Dead. And I was like, oh my God. Was and I ran in. It was just- Was it, it was, lit from above? It was actually like, <laughs> I think it might have been lit from inside because it looked like zombies were coming out the back. It was beautiful. I probably still have the picture on my phone, to be honest. But it is just, <laughs> it is such a great game. It's a classic arcade game. I love it. It is the best. Is, is, um, that, the one, is that the one that does the famous reload? Or is that yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's either that or Time Crisis because I feel like that's all you find in arcades these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So aside from House of the Dead, um, I also had Area 51 on here just because it's it's really the same concept when you break it down. Um, I just really like those style of arcade games, I guess. Um, I really like being able to play with someone else to assist you because I feel like it gives you more of a more of a chance and, and less less of a chance to lose all of your quarters. So I'm to say speak. It's, someone else is spending money, too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a team effort there. Um, but those style of arcade games are probably one of my favorite overall. Um, and then next on my list, shockingly, was Dance Dance Revolution or DDR. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So I didn't know if I was cheating by putting this on here, but I decided I wasn't because growing up um, and going to arcades, there is a DDR machine in the arcade everywhere you would go. So I included it. Um, again, will always be one of my favorite arcade games. Um I started playing it again in an arcade that used to be attached to the mall by my house, and I was instantly hooked on it. A bunch of my friends were into it, um, which definitely helped, but I loved everything about it, like the music. It was that super Japanese pop style of the game, which was something I loved because I was, you know, very into anime and all that at the time. Um, was? Um, and was, yeah. I still am, <laughs> but not as much as I was, trust me. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed the dancing part, too. That was fun. Um, it's definitely something difficult, even if you sort of, I might get hate for this, you know, those bars that are behind the dance pad, mm -hmm. like for safety, it really drove me crazy to see people leaning on the bars so much that they could like move their feet really fast. Cause to me, that's a cop out. I get if you're like losing your balance to grab onto the bar, but like where, where's the skill in leaning on a bar and just moving your feet. But anyway, uh, I forget where I was going with that. Um, you're calling people bars. who touch that bar posers is what you're doing <laughs> if you're sitting on the bar yeah if you're sitting on the bar and you're moving your feet and you're not making an effort i don't know i guess i'm judgy of you but um it's definitely difficult especially on the harder levels and i don't think to this day i would be as good at the dance pad probably definitely not um, but I can still pick up a controller. And again, I know it's not the point of the game, but I could pick up a controller and school anybody on any song on heavy mode 
and I'm going to mic drop that because I'm we're pretty confident do it that on that's still... life. Okay. You see, yeah. I we never played heavy mode. We played normal mm-hmm. <laughs> because we were wusses and we didn't want to <laughs> even try. It's I knew crazy. I knew somebody back in the day that would do heavy mode with two pads, and we were all we I, all thought no, yeah. that's crazy. We all were like, all right, you're a loser. The fact that you can do that is ridiculous. That is yeah. very impressive. Jen, have you ever done the uh, the tag team synchronized dance where you guys jump back and forth on each other's pads? Nope. nope. I never had a friend that would do it with me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Again, wait till extra lay. Wink, wink. <laughs> We're going to take out your whole basement. Well, luckily everything can move, so it's not that big of a deal. No, I meant like falling into things, taking out like damage. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to throw up like, yeah, mattresses on the wall and stuff. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, moving on from DDR, my last arcade game because it would have been really hard to narrow it down if I didn't force myself. Um, and it's not a surprise either. I put Mortal Kombat because what more do you need to say? Um, it's a classic game. I love everything about it. it the music, the characters, the button mashing. I mean, the memorizing of the moves. Um. It's just one of my favorite arcade games, and I have loved it so much for so long. I've actually cosplayed as my favorite character, Sub-Zero, twice. Um, and I've made two different costumes. One was really bad because it was a long time ago. And the one that was most recent was, I think it was pretty good. I actually got my husband, Dan, to join me, and he was Noob Cybot. So we were a pair, which was really cool. At the uh, I think it was two New York Comic Cons ago. Um, yes. So, yeah, that was really fun. So, overall... Those are my favorite yeah. arcade games, although I could have come up with a lot more than that. Yeah, quick question on that. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a particular Mortal Kombat that you're that you? I was thinking about it. I I think three. I think oh, three. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I was going back and forth on on a few yeah, of there's them. There's no wrong answer. It's I know just... there's not, but I was I was trying to get myself to pick one before, and I kept going back and forth. I, I, I am happy to walk into an arcade and see any Mortal Kombat game, to be honest. So I really can't be super picky about it. But I, I do really like three. I can tell you my my Mortal Kombat is definitely two. Yeah. I played, two is probably more because that was the one that was in my arcade. Like, mm-hmm. we, we only had, we had three fighting cabinets. Um, and it was because the age when I finally got an arcade, because we don't malls in Philadelphia. Um the um it was a lot more it was like late 90s so there mm-hmm. were more like technologically advanced games um so the um the ones there were mortal kombat 2 um street fighter 2 and tekken i don't know why the original tekken and not a newer tekken but it was the original tekken probably because it was cheap yeah yeah so those three were like back in the not the classic games but sort of like away from like where it was a lot of like air hockey and mm-hmm. you know things like that they you know, but uh, yeah, that was that was why I was wondering which one, because I only have experience with those two on the on the actual um, cabinet. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Three. I never played that in the arcade. What about you? What about you, Mark? What do you? Uh... Okay, so I wanted to split this off into two, um, which is why I, I I had to clarify what we were talking about before we went on air. Um, <laughs> two kinds of arcades. So um, being a uh, South Philadelphian. Um, you know, uh, my main arcade experience is down the Jersey, um, of specifically North Wildwood um, and uh, Gateway 26. Um, for those of you uh, who do know the area, um, it's literally a giant arcade on 
uh, corner of 26th Street um, on the boardwalk. And um, so I wanted to split it up into uh, the games I played there, um, which was um, number one um, off, off the top is I played, I don't know if it's Time Crisis, but it's some kind of game where you act, actually had to physically dodge, you know, down and like left oh, yeah, and stuff did, when they were shooting at you. Did you have your foot on a button? I think I don't remember. I just remember you had to dodge and shoot too. Um, well, it's either it's either Time Crisis or Virtual Cop. Okay, yeah, it was one of those. Um, so I remember playing that one a lot just because it was like cool to do the dodging. Um, you know, and played the other two. Jen mentioned House of the Dead and Area 51 a lot. Um, Area 51 was a staple of the uh, of the laser tag place in my neighborhood. Uh, it was one of three arcade cabinets there, and the other two were asteroids and centipedes. So that game is um, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so we played through that a lot. Um, but the um, I didn't know exactly how you would classify arcade games if they had to be like cabinet video games or just things in an arcade. Because uh, the one thing I played a lot down in in this section of arcade games down down the Jersey Shore was there was a horse racing game. Um, and not, not the one, we had the one where you actually sat on, like, a plastic horse and had to, like, actually ride, like, make it go. Um, <laughs> that sounds which great. Which is really tiring. <laughs> um, it, it was literally, you drop the quarter in, and you just, like, bet a horse, and it would go around the track, <laughs> and you'd get money. But I played that game so much down there for reasons I don't know. Um, <laughs> it had odds. It was basically like being at a racetrack. You know, but it was just it was little, it, like it was gambling without gambling. gambling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I played that game too much. Um, <laughs> so outside of a mixture of, you know, playing, you know, the, the shooting games that were there and that game. And they also had that game where you punch and it shows you how strong your punch is. Lots um, of you know, mm-hmm. were Yeah, that staple. is. <laughs> so uh, those, those mainly the games that I played there outside of your typical ski ball and, you know, things like that. Um, in the arcade that we had down our way, we had a thing called um, Game GameWorks. It was called. Um, oh yeah, that, that was like a, It was basically yeah. what Dave and Buster's turned into. Yeah, yeah. They, it was like it, remember when I was in seventh or eighth grade? It was where everyone hung out on Tuesdays because it was ten dollars all you can play um, Tuesday oh, wow. nights. Uh, so you'd go in, you get a card, and you could play games. I beat Gauntlet '99 or whatever the updated Gauntlet Legends or whatever the updated game was. For that time, we beat that um, because you got to save your initials in the cabinet. Oh, okay. Um, so cool. we were able to eventually beat it. Um, there I played um, uh, most specifically um, that um, that horse racing game. I forget the name of it, but it was like a little plastic course, and you had to, to ride it, and you played against people. So it was kind of fun to get your friends on there and also get made fun of as a 12-year-old um, boy, <laughs> especially. Um and then there was a racing game. I don't know if it was Daytona or just some generic F1 racing game where you, like, sat in, like, a car, like an actual makeshift, like, little... Like, it was basically just the seat and then the plastic around it for the car, and it was, like, up on a big screen. Did and they the, had that there in the back. Did the car move? I don't or remember. Was it, or was it I just remembered it was, like, the big thing in the back. It took up most of the back wall. And, and it had like the five bucks to play screen. It? Yeah, it was, like, yeah, well, what were you playing? All oh, you can play, so... Right, but on a normal day, it would have been like $5. Yeah, so I played those three games. And then the weirdest game I played there, um, which I have tried to play on console version since then. um, And I'm leaving some things off just so, you know, I don't steal all of Tom's Thunder. 
Mark, no, you can ta- you can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> uh, I would love to talk about it, but I want you to bring. Um, there, I played um, relief pitcher. Um, relief it was, pitcher. It was a baseball game. Um, that generic names, generic teams. Each team had a different. Like one was a power hitting team, one was a base stealing team, one was a good fielding team. One hit like base hits well, and the other um, uh, was was balanced. And um, you would play. I think it was it was like fifty cents for three innings or something like that. Um, so I played that a whole bunch, but it is on the SNES, um, and it, I, I play it on there, and I'm like, I don't remember why I like this game, <laughs> but I played way too much of it, and it was everywhere that I play arcade games. So it was at that GameWorks, it was down in the shore, it was at the Chuck E. Cheese, um, it was at the Dave and Buster's. I don't know um, why, this, I don't remember this game at all, Yeah. and I liked baseball, and I don't yeah. remember this game at all. Yeah. I don't so, either. Yeah, um, but yeah, it had a Super Nintendo release. Um, but yeah, I, I played it a lot, and I don't remember if I ever won a game because I think I was too young. It was like between my, you know, eight to eleven year old phase um, of gaming. You know, before it was, you know, you get to twelve or thirteen, and it's about jokingly beating all the girls in, uh, you know, uh, air hockey or you know, sort of being flirtatious like that as a teen. Uh, <laughs> wasn't so much just sitting in front of a baseball cabinet um, playing baseball. Uh, I got to look up that game works. And if there's anything, they had this thing where it was like basically not VR, but you would like stand on a circle and you would do like punches and kicks and it would have a fighting game player on the screen, like mirror it sort of thing. It was like motion capture. Um, and you were like standing in front of a green screen. Yeah, like you were standing in a circle. I think it was maybe a green screen or something, but it was like, yeah, it was, yeah. That's all I remember about it. Now, it could be way more simpler than I'm remembering, but um, I just remember that. Um, and it's probably very rudimentary in terms of, it was probably like moving at 10 frames per second. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably like Nick Arcade or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and sports games. Um, for some reason, me and my friend had a standing uh, virtual tennis game. every Every Tuesday we went there. We would play one game of Virtua Tennis before at the beginning of the night. Virtua Tennis, one of the person. best games on the Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. Um, which we continued on to when the Dreamcast, me and them, um, <laughs> playing it all the time. Um, I'm hoping you have a couple other sports games, or else I will bring them up when you're done. Uh, okay, yeah, you're probably going to bring them up, because <laughs> okay. I got... So, my town had an arcade in it, um, and it also had a roller rink, which had an arcade in it. Did so, you have a good nice. DJ at the roller rink? Oh, he was the best. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was the best. Like, on teen nights, it was, oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All that, uh, all that 90s dance club music. Okay. I mean, I'm going to slow it call... down a little bit for all the couples out there. Go, <laughs> so, on, go on to the rink and just skate around for a little bit. A little bit. tangent. We called, like, 90s house and, like, dance music. We called it roller rink music because Mm -hmm. that's where we heard it we didn't hear it on the radio we heard it at the roller rink with this dude playing it all night and it was awesome was it united skates no it was a roller magic okay i had united skates by me (laughs) which i think it's still there i think the i think the roller rink is still there at this point but i'll start i'll start there i guess because the because these things were around for a while they were kind of old when i got there so they had a lot of the older arcade-style games, 
And one game that the roller rink had that I loved playing, even though it was super expensive, was a game called Hard Driving. Okay. It, it was one of like the first um, 3D racing style games. Like you were in a car, it had a wheel and pedals, um, and you basically drove on, on like a, it looked like a Hot Wheels track. There was loops and there was jumps and all yeah. kinds of stuff. But it ran at about five frames a second because I think it was I think it was an Atari game. I think Atari made it, so that tells you how old it was. Um, but it was it was awesome. It was one of my first like experiences with a pedal and wheels in a in a game and in real life for that matter. So yeah. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah, if that was the game you were trying to think I was playing, mine ours was more um, like it was like a racing track. Like an oh. Indy 500 track, right. you know, not a Hot Wheels track. Like it was like guy with a flag and all that stuff um, gotcha. on there. But yeah, I think I played hard driving or at least something similar. Um, Pro- obviously, probably. we're around the same age, so yeah. But that that uh, roller rink also had Mortal Kombat. It had Mortal Kombat One and Street Fighter Two. So it had like the games that people wanted to play. So there was always a crowd around the Mortal Kombat and a Street Fighter 2 cabinets, but Mortal Kombat turned out to be one of my favorite fighting games and my, one of my favorite arcade games um, at that point because it was just so different than everything else. It looked different, and at the time, the arcade version looked way better than like the Super Nintendo or the Genesis version, so it really made you want to go to the roller rink other than to, you know, flirt with girls and skate around to fast, like, techno music. Uh, you're making me want to go back to the roller rink so bad i just have to tell you (laughs) if they play if they had like a 90s night at a roller rink i would go i would definitely go there's one by my house here i think there's just a majority of little kids that go but i'm pretty sure they have 90s night i'm almost positive i'm just putting that out there i would definitely go if if you ever wanted to do that you just let me know and i'll be there Okay. Because <laughs> I think I still have rollerblades. Oh Either gosh. that or I might rent, I might try to rent like quad skates, even though I haven't used them in I don't know how many years. Yep. Long time. All right. So anyway, we had a, we had an arcade in our town too. It was called the Jackson Arcade. Very, very, uh, very good name, obviously. Yeah. It was Jackson, to the point. And it was an arcade. <laughs> so right to the point. Um, so, Mark, kind of similar to your horse racing game, there was a Sega game for, um, I don't know I don't know if they ever put out a version for home consoles, but it was called Enduro Racer. Okay. And you were on a motorcycle. It wasn't Hang On. This was a, like, an off-road style game. So, so it was a, it was an inferior racing game. It was, <laughs> it was an Hang On. Well, <laughs> I mean... It ha- it still did this like you could still lean side to side and stuff. Yeah. But it could also lean back so you could jump. Oh. So like if you went over like like uh, logs or a, a jump, if you pulled the whole the whole bike back, you'd like do a wheelie and you could. Nice. So that was like that was like our favorite thing was just ride this thing and just pull wheelies the whole time because when you'd go for like a a birthday party or something, everything would be free play, so you could play a game as much as you want and just suck and just screw around and do stuff like that. Um, but I, I love that game. I haven't seen that game since that arcade shut down. 
I've never seen another cabinet with that. Mm-hmm. Um, another really old game they had there was a game, another Sega game, that was called Monaco GP, which they eventually like kept the name and turned it into a a 3D style, um, a 3D style like Genesis game. But Monaco GP was like a top-down game where you were just this red car and you you had a pedal and wheels, but it was top-down and you were just basically kind of like um, Spy Hunter. Okay. Yes. Where you're just trying to get through as many cars as you can before you blow up. <laughs> but that game was awesome, and the the sound I can still like hear the sound the engine made because it was so weird because it was such an old game it was like i want to say it was like an early 80s arcade game because it was like i said these a lot of these games were really old in in this uh in this arcade you probably play it on fog gaming yeah probably it's probably on because it's all these are all sega games i'm talking about uh the next couple though are no there's another sega game pit fighter i have on here i've only played that on console so yeah so the the arcade version was way better it was it was another like um digitized uh image like fighting game like mortal Kombat and everything else that was trying to do that at the same time um but it it was kind of like ufc before ufc they like put like different styles of fighters against each other like there was a a wrestler and there was a someone doing karate and someone doing i can't remember there was like 16 different characters you could pick you could pick one and it, it they uh it was it wasn't like a 2d space you could kind of walk around the whole level if that makes sense yeah you can go north south and yeah, you can go north south and east west and basically that was literally a button map yeah, all you would, would do is just pound buttons until your guy did something <laughs> cool and that was it yeah some would say it's a precursor to def jam v for vendetta yeah whatever it's called yeah, I would I would say it's very similar to that style of a game, um, but I love that game. Um, and it was. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of a Def Jam game mixed with V for Vendetta, and <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but it'd be amazing. <laughs> Mark, make it happen. Yep. Uh, Guy Fox is the uh, the final boss, and kind of fight him with Red Man. Um, Never mind. Go continue. It's okay. <laughs> so my last two games are beat 'em ups, and I can't believe neither of you t- said anything about them. First one is the Simpsons arcade game. Oh my god! That. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many quarters I pumped into that machine. Um, and if you didn't pick Bart, I don't know what was wrong with you. Bart was the best character to pick. Um, and the last one is uh. Turtles arcade game. I'm pretty sure Turtles in Time was the one that they had there. I was gonna put that on my list, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't I play that in the arcade, so um, it was so good in the arcade. Mark. I, I beat I beat both of them on NES and SNES um, with friends at home. Um, so uh, do you want story time about the Simpsons game? Sure. Um, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> so I beat the uh, Simpsons game on a uh, ski trip with my. Um, it was a group of the church called, it was like basically um, the Catholic Youth Organization, CYO. Yep. Um, you know, not a church group as like the really radical Christians have church groups. This wasn't okay, that. Mark, I, I was in CYO too. It's okay. Yeah, it's like they didn't preach <laughs> at these things. 
No, it was um, just kind of a group of kids that would get yeah. together after yeah. Sunday school. Yeah, so we went on ski trips into Dawney Park and stuff like that in the summer. Um, but uh, so we went to ski trip, and I ended up beating Simpsons the Arcade Game um, in the in the lodge there um, that we were staying at um, with a uh, with my friend who was my friend's girlfriend at the time, and then me and my friend got in a fist fight because I had beaten the game with his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> the drama. <laughs> and you know me. That might have been the last thing on my mind while playing Simpsons the Arcade Game. I was trying to steal his girl. Oh um, you were trying to beat the game, man. <laughs> <was> like, oh. <laughs> and now I'm going back going, was she throwing signs? Like, right? And he just and didn't like, know. Like, should I have noticed that? <laughs> um, that was my thought after the fight. Not like, oh, I got to make up with my friend because, you know, boys that age, you make up. Um, you know, because you got the anger out. But, um, yeah, yeah, the next couple, I was like, wait. I'm not going to do anything now because I literally fought. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's one of those. But that that's the funniest. That's anything I think of the Simpsons Arcade, I think of that trip where we almost got, like, you know, couldn't get kicked off the trip because we were in the Poconos um, and far away from Philly. Uh, but, yeah, we, we almost got, like, suspended from going on other trips for a while. Okay. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, it's my Simpsons Arcade game. I, I have played that and. um uh, in the arcades, uh, the 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 three things I want to mention because I want you to get through yours. Um, I played NBA Jam a lot. Oh yeah, of course NBA I Jam. I didn't know if you would have that on there. Um, uh, again, it's kind of the opposite for me. I kind of played that game more on on console than I did on the uh, in the arcade. Yeah, I played. Yeah, the sec. It was probably a mix. I probably I beat the single player at home, but I played a lot of it in the arcades. Because it was always fun to, you know, play with four friends um, on the cabinet. Um, but the one that I played in the arcade more than I played at home um, was I played NFL Blitz. Um, oh, yeah. Specifically 99 um, in the arcade a lot, and that game works. Um, you know, you go there a lot of Tuesdays for like a year. You know, you, <laughs> you, you start beating games. You have to find new things to play a lot. Um, but, yeah, we played a lot of Blitz 99. And uh, for some reason, the, uh, the Detroit Lions are really good in that game. I don't know yeah. why. I think it's because they had Barry Sanders. I don't know. Yeah, I know what Maybe you're talking the, about. The receiver was really good. The quarterback was awful because I think it's Scott Mitchell or somebody like that. Like, somebody not really good. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, for, for some reason, the Detroit Lions were really good in that game. Um, but when we played it at home is when we all started figuring out the cheats and just sending someone out into the secondary and trying to figure out who your guys want to pass to. And they just hit them before the ball gets there. Turning the ball um, into a bomb, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, that, that stuff got wild. But I played that a lot in the arcade. It was fun in the arcade. Um, and then what was the, um, I'm assuming the third thing that we've all played a lot, because the three of us are fairly athletic um, when we were younger, um, uh, was a lot of those uh, Papa shots. Um, the basketball, basketball game. Basketball. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, and the, uh, and I, I don't know, I we also had the football ones um, with the, like, really, like, Tom Brady deflated footballs. Um, oh yeah. That you could throw um, into the into the different point totals, um, oh. but I got really good at Papa Shot um, because I figured out how to do it one-handed, so oh, hey. it made it made it the speed um, better. Um, nowadays, I haven't done it in a long time, so my shoulder starts to hurt because I'm an old man. <laughs> I I challenged my brother-in-law's sister. I guess you could technically call it a sister-in-law, but it's a lot easier to explain it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was playing her, and we went to one of my niece's birthday. I think it's called, like, Bouncing Betty's or something. It's, like, a place where there's a lot of bounce houses and, you know, and, you know, things like little playgrounds for the kids, like, go up and down slides for, like, a three-year-old like that um, to kind of just keep the kids occupied. Um, my one niece likes it the best because she's kind of a daredevil, the one that loves video games. Um, mm. Watch, Mom! And then just leap on off something. Um, anyway... I digress, that's a tangent there. Uh, but um, they had a couple, they had a row of arcade games, um, like a few of them. and But they also had, like, they had PlayStation hooked up there, Interesting. too. Um, which, had, which had Madden on it. I guess it was for the boys that came. Um, so they didn't have to, you know, whatever. But I, I, that's the only thing I could think of when I saw it was, like, football games. It was, like, the manager was like, we need something for the boys. What <laughs> football. Boys like football. Um but they had the, they had the Papa shot and all that, so I played her, and you know we destroyed the high score because it's probably been done by little kids. Uh, <laughs> one machine. But Make at the yourself end of it, we feel good, Mark. Yeah, yep. we both looked. At the end, we both looked over because I won one, she won one, and then we just didn't feel like putting more quarters in um, to break the tie. But um, we both looked at each other by the end of the second game and was just like doing that shoulder thing. Rolling <laughs> that, your shoulder you back. Rolling it around. Oh. Freaking like, sore. He's like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, why are you feeling it? Because I was like 33 at the time, and she's like in her 40s. She's like, I'm the old one here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was the point. I was like, oh, I don't think my shoulders made out for Papa shot anymore, um, or I need to play it a lot more to use that muscle. Well, um, it's like we're talking about the boardwalk. They have the things where you throw the ball as hard as you can, and they give you a prize if you break this number. Now, I go down the boardwalk looking at that going, I know I can break that number, but I need to throw for like an hour before I'm ready to throw it that hard. <laughs> so otherwise, yeah. I'll go I'll go home with my arm hanging off and <laughs> way more problems. Yep. Yeah. I, I saw, speaking of some weird games like that, I saw a kid train like a three-pointer on those big, like the rims with the, the giant nets connected to them. The rims that are all, all way too yeah. small. Yeah, he like he like nothing but net it from like way wow. back from where they tell you to shoot it, and the, just the look on the workers' faces uh, was like, oh shit, uh, like looking around for how to get the prize. Because <laughs> they've never <laughs> had to get one before. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it was like this 16-year-old kid just kind of walked up and then just shot it from like 16 feet away. Jeez. Oof. I was like, oh, that kid probably plays basketball. And that kid was Kobe Bryant. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- those type of games. The football one was always more complicated because I, I didn't play as much football as I did basketball, so I'm not. I don't have the throwing motion to, you know, make that. Because you can't just toss it because it's no. meant for the football's got to go through and not like a spiral. Yeah, you got to get it in there. Yeah. Um. So, but the basketball one, I think, really good at after a while. Um. But yeah, I. I'm trying to think if there's any non-traditional arcade games here. Um, like I think that's it. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't know. All these Skate places ball. also had pinball, and they had, either had pinball or air hockey or anything like that. Yeah. I was, try- I, I was just trying to think if there's anything closer to like that, that horse racing game I had. But no, no, that was, that was the most unique thing in there. Um, and it was the easiest way to get quarters because I wasn't that good at skee ball. Um, or coins or whatever the ticket system was. The tickets, it, yeah. It was the 90s. Um, <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, I, yeah. I was never good at skee-ball. Didn't matter. I love skee-ball. I love I it, too, but I, I suck. 
<laughs> you have to get into a rhythm. Yeah, yeah, I was never really good at it, but yeah, yeah, I, I miss arcades. I, I miss going down to that, um, you know, gateway and just doing that stuff. Now that I have money, that I can actually, you know, um, not need to beg my mother for money <laughs> um, back then. But yeah, yeah, I'm. It's a shame that today's generation, most of the arcades they go to, like I saw David Buster's The Guitar Hero now, mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, the most unique game I saw at Dave & Buster's was they had Rambo 3. Game. Like the original Rambo 3 from yeah. like the... Yeah, when he the, was in Afghanistan. Yeah. The gen, for like the Genesis, the top-down one? No, no, no. Or... It's, a, it's a light shooter. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of like kind of like House of the Dead, but it was Rambo. Interesting. Um, yeah, like, it was, I, think, I think it was for your birthday, the one time we were down there. Me and Aunt found it in that Dave & Buster's. Oh, Buster. Dave & Buster's in Philly? Yeah, in Philly. Well, I was like, Rambo? <laughs> and then we played it and tried, we we played it just to figure out which Rambo movie it was. And then they showed him in the desert and they're like, why'd they make a game for Rambo three? <laughs> Interesting. Gotta make yeah. that Rambo money. Yeah. Yeah, but uh the arcades are fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just upset our gen- the new generation doesn't get to experience um that stuff. Uh and the one question was, did you guys have any weird places that there was an arcade machine? Um just a singular arcade machine. Pizza Hut. Mm. Pizza Hut always had one random arcade game, and it was always garbage. <laughs> I don't. I like. I can never remember what it was, but it was always something stupid. Yeah. Usually, it's like a big buck hunter or something dumb. Yeah. Stuck in the corner. I don't yeah. know if this would count count as being weird. I always thought it was strange that Buffalo Wild Wings had a couple, and it was like the big buck hunter, and I never would see people playing it. That's not I, as weird I, though as Pizza Hut. <laughs> Yeah, Pete. Yeah, again, I had an old like Pizza Hut that was, it was cool in the '90s, and then they never changed it. So okay. it's well, all. They got rid of the buffet, so that's why Pizza Hut went out of business. <laughs> yep, the Pizza Hut is still there. It's still there. <laughs> wow. There, how, oh, by the how way, there's not Jersey. a Pizza Hut. In, there's not a Pizza Hut in Philly, by the way. There, the closest one to me is in Howell, and that's like an hour from here now. Yeah. Yeah, my closest one is in Deptford. Like it's still a restaurant. It's not just a takeout place. They wow. still have the tables and the red plastic cups. <laughs> They're fancy, from, huh? It's yeah. it's still got paneling on the walls. It's it's so nineties. It's like walking into a, a time capsule. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, the reason I brought it up was my the corner store when I was growing up or bodega, wherever you're from, um uh around the corner from me had um a centipede machine in it. Just randomly. Hmm. Our, like, oh. We had a diner that had Galaga in it, and John's dad would play it every time we went. He's re- <laughs> he was really good at Galaga. Yeah, that sounds like a John Henry. Um, yeah, the uh, yeah, it seems like, and yeah, I don't want to be on this topic anymore than we need to be because I'm just looking at the time of our call. Um, yeah, we're we're <laughs> really long. Who's, was, who's surprised? Come on. I find that they're more than anything and maybe there's a computer console separation here too but i have a co-worker who was really good at asteroids and galaga or it's galaga right galaga some people say galaga i say okay. galaga. it's galaga but yeah I would I, think I, it's for some galaga. reason I, I was thinking of battlestar galactica and he's like oh. <laughs> am i saying it right <laughs> um but he's really good at those games like we played them when we went to the uh the south pole the bowling alley in in my area um, they had they had a, 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 a 
a centipede, an asteroids Galaga mission, like combo mission. I don't know how that works. Probably running main, but no. Sometimes they had like dual ROM chips on them, yeah. and they could run two games. Yeah, so he's really good at that, but he's never touched the console. That's really weird. Yeah. You would think, yeah, well, I guess that's that's how it goes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes those games were like 80, 82, so they would be pre-NES. Um, so he may have played Atari, but, you know. The Atari 7800. All right. So we have utterly beaten this horse to death about arcades, <laughs> which is sad because that's what happened to arcades. They got beat to death, and they uh-huh. don't exist anymore. Um, so if you find a cool arcade, go there and support them because yeah. they need they need all the help they can get. Yeah. So now we got that all out. <laughs> We're gonna talk about our retro roulette game of the week, F Zero X for the Nintendo sixty four, which I think they released as an arcade game at one point. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was like a Japanese only thing. I wouldn't be surprised if F-Zero went into the arcade at some point, or came from the arcade. So, F-Zero X is the sequel, I guess you could call it, to F-Zero on the Super Nintendo. Um, And it was kind of a... I mean, F-Zero is kind of a flagship um, game for for Nintendo, and F-Zero X really showed off what the Nintendo 64 could do. Uh, It was a fast-paced 60 frames per second racing game and it really pushes the limits of the n64 and i'm really surprised at how well it handles it i don't think i ever dealt with dipped frame rates or anything like that it was super smooth all the time um i played on stream i beat the game on like the one of the lowest difficult i think it was casual it's called and that was hard Uh, um So I want to know what you guys thought about it. And considering Jen's favorite console, not favorite, but her first console was N64. My first console. I want to hear what she has to say about it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So when you guys told me about this last podcast, you were like, good luck, because you're going to hate it. (laughs) Um, So I have that going into it. But I did watch, I also watched your Retro Roulette stream and was also scared as well because you were really good at it, but I was not imagining I would be. But anyway, um, I thought it was fun. It's definitely fast paced, but um, not super difficult to pick up. Um, I like the music. Uh, The music's awesome. Yeah. To me, and you guys can tell me if you agree with this, to me it felt like the power-up area gave you energy faster where you didn't have to rely on being in the, like, the pink area as long as you did in the original F-Zero game. Did you yeah. guys find that that was true? Yeah, yeah, I feel... Well, yeah. because I feel like you you don't have the S's, you use your energy to, like, boost. Mm-hmm. So they, I felt like they kind of compensated and gave you more energy more quickly. yeah. So I, I did appreciate that, um, and, and I really enjoyed all the different characters that you were going up against. I thought they were really funny to take a look through and interesting. Um, n- some negatives, uh, I thought that a lot of, or some levels had way too many back-to-back sharp turns and way too much bright flashing colors, and it made it really hard to concentrate on the track. It was I know you could change the viewpoint during the game where you can see more of the track coming up, um, but that kind of, I didn't like being so far away. I kind of like being closer to the car or the, the ship. Um, I also thought that there were way too many opponents where some areas of the track get so narrow and congested that it's impossible to not take so much damage 
you're literally bumping into like 16 people at once, depending on what part of the race you're in. Yeah, there's it's 30 wild. cars on the track. There's yeah, 30 cars it's, on it's insane. There were a couple of um, there are a couple of races where I had to use a few lives and literally set my car to the lowest, like basically kind of cheating, but reverse cheating, where I made sure I was in last place so I didn't get stuck in this group of people. <laughs> and I was as slow as I possibly could so I can complete the level because it was so crazy. Um, and then I felt like the last levels of each race. So I went through the Joker level, which was the first one on casual mode or whatever the easiest one was. And then I got through Queen. I could not finish the last level in Queen. I ran out of lives. I was actually good up until the last race. It was so crazy. The last levels of both of those races were super difficult where the track like twists upside down at one point. So if you're not, if you catch it in the wrong way, you fly off the track. Yep, I um, did that a few times on the stream. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many sharp turns that it's almost impossible, at least for me, to catch up to anyone. I think the best that I finished a race was fifth, which is really bad. And my average is probably like 23rd or, or something <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, the Queen's race, I could not get past that twisting upside down part of the track. And I thought during my last life that I got the hang of it. And some guy just came up to the side and just knocked me off the track. So I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this. So yeah, those those were my like top level thoughts <laughs> on the game. But I guess we can come back and give like our final thoughts at the end in our reading. So I'll let you guys take it from that's, there. That's fair. That's okay. definitely fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my thoughts are more... Um... Probably probably less than gens because I, I just went through the first was able to just get through the first trial um, or the first championship there. Um, I do want to apologize for any slander I gave it last week. Um, <laughs> this game is much better than I remember it. Still, I still prefer the original. Uh, maybe it's just I have this weird sickness for loving Mode Seven um, things uh, that that game holds a place in my heart. Um, but yeah, it having the extra characters was pretty fun. Um, and not having random cars that blow up on the road also made it much more fun. Um, the controls were good. Um, again, I'm using an Xbox 360 controller, so I don't know if it was garbage on the N64, and maybe that's why I jumped off of it um, as hard as I did. Uh, but yeah, the the game is 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 what a lot. Of, it's it's like we went through with um, Wave Racer last week. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, they did a really good job on the 64 with you know, getting racing games to not feel like bullshit, which I felt a lot of the PS1 racing games were um, in terms of control and, you know, not knowing the right dial between arcade and simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, these all felt like they stayed in their lane, and, and this F-Zero reminded me of that a lot um, through there. Um, I had a good chuckle at, at all the speed numbers that would come up and just wanted to... <laughs> Uh, I didn't actually. I should have wrote, written it down. I actually did look up the um, the conversion. I think you're technically going 6,000 miles an hour, um, if, if if I remember the right calculation, or 600 miles an hour or something. It's for, probably. Um, it could be 6,000. Who knows? I don't know. I think which, it's, in I, kilo- it's in kilometers per hour. Yeah, it's probably less. So probably probably going 600 miles an hour, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. Like I would probably if, if 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 I didn't have more games to play, you know, now that I've been opened up to an entire library that I had thanks to the Steam sale, 
um, from years ago that I can finally now play because of my computer. Um, I probably would have played this a lot longer, probably longer than I actually did F-Zero for, um, for the SNES. Um, just because it was, it was just like just like Wave Racer. It was like one of those where you could just keep, if you kept playing, you just kept your momentum. Like you would, you had figured out how to control the car at that point. So as you went up the levels, you know, it made it easier. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad that there was no secret button this time that we did not know about. Um, we Me did find too. out that we did find out that there is a um, way to knock cars off the road that gets you like special stars to get you extra lives um, at the end of the stream. Yes, but there wasn't was, like a yeah that there, was unknown for sure. There was, mm-hmm. but there's nothing like and that one for for SNES uh, shows us the difference between games now and games then is that at no point were you on-screen tutorialized about that button. You would nope. have need to have read the book. Um, and there was a jump critical to knowing that trick in that game. If you, if you watch that stream, um, you have to know that trick uh, or that button press to be able to finish the game. Yep. Um, and you, <laughs> you would have zero clue. Like, I didn't have a clue why I could not get over that gap yeah. when and I was I looked- doing it. Yeah, and then we, then we looked it up, and I was like, Tom, have you tried pressing up on the D-pad when you get and there? magically, I was able to f- get over <laughs> that gap. Oh, they missed it. So, yeah, so that's what I like about this game. It wasn't as, um, you know, mysterious in its controls. Um, I still come to the thing, like I said to you on the stream, I don't know why they, you know, I know it's because he's the technical mascot of this game, but... You know, why Captain Falcon was in uh, Smash Brothers. Like, there's, outside of being in the race car, there's no, I guess maybe there's text on his character page or something, but there's no indication that he can fight. (laughs) So, Captain Falcon, I think, has his own manga in Japan. Yeah. Um, So, I think that has something to do with it. Uh, And I think one, like, either one or two of the GBA games is, like, centered around him. And yeah. fighting crime as well as racing, like stopping, okay. uh, like corrupt people from fixing races I and didn't, stuff like yeah, that. I didn't own a GPA, so that's probably why that went over my head. But Smash yeah, this is out. the this is the first time you see Captain Falcon before yeah. Smash Brothers. Yeah, but it's yeah that was the one thing that weirded me out. And then we had that whole entire conversation about um, the implications of. Uh, Fox's dad looking way too human um, in the game. Um, James McLeod, yes. James McLeod. I don't know if they ever explain if that is truly his father, if it's an adopted father, or if bestiality is big. There's a there's a gigantic rabbit hole you can go down about this. <laughs> I do not wish to because there's, there's all kinds problem. of wikis and things about it. So there's, yeah, I there's probably going to be some deviant art that I do not want to see. Uh, <laughs> Because it is a Nintendo game, and if you're not careful, you're going to find some DeviantArt you do not want to see. Yeah, be careful. Uh, safe search yeah. on. Safe search on, always. Sonic and Nintendo. <laughs> yes. not, not just Sega, Sonic. Yeah, just Sonic. Sonic. But, yeah, those are my thoughts. Like, very surface level. I didn't play as much of it as both of you did. Um, because I think I understood, got the grasp of the game, understood, you know, and wanted to just give my apology um, about, you know, the slander last week saying that it was a terrible game. <laughs> Apology accepted. Yeah, um, yeah, you scared you scared me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember me and my like I said maybe it was the controller 
we didn't like the way it felt on the controller because we had the original, you know, three prong 64 controller. Yeah. So I don't know and if it was full, something with that. Full disclosure, I played it on a Retro Fighters uh, controller on stream. So I don't know if that's why at 12, 13, or how old we were um, when this came out, um, that we just bounced off it because the controls were shitty on those three prong N64 controllers. We were just like, dude, I'm go back to just WCW versus NWO. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I'm curious um, if you have anything to add. I know you uh, said a lot of your opinions, which you can find that video on YouTube. Um, yes. Yes, you can. Of that stream. Um, yeah, that stream and all of our other streams eventually end up on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this game. As I said, it's very, it's, it's not easy. It definitely takes a little while to get used to the sense of speed. This, that's one thing I can say about this game is it really delivers on the sense of speed you get when you're going through, uh, like when you're going through tunnels and when you're going around, like the, they have parts of the track that are like snake like where it's round and you can Mm -hmm. go all the way around it. It's like a pipe, but somehow you don't fly off of that. I, it just makes no <laughs> sense sometimes. But um, yeah, I, I like the fact that I think we said it on stream, Mark. They kind of took the idea of the back markers in the first game that blow up in your face and they just turn them into characters. Yeah. And they yeah. just added them to the race. So instead of just having four cars racing and then you having to avoid all these other ones, they just said, ah, just throw 30 cars out there. <laughs> give them all names. Give them all. There's like a dinosaur. That... Yep, I love him. Yeah, I it's dinosaur. <laughs> there's crime fighting falcon. There's a guy that might be in the bestiality. You know, whatever you guys can just throw out there. <laughs> there's Jabba the Hutt. It's like twin. I think is that the guy I used. I used like some samurai dude or something. I used the pink <laughs> car from the first game, and they yeah. they gave him some weird name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun, especially on stream. I was able, I like the fact that I was able to. I don't, I didn't, I mean, I beat it. I beat it on the easiest difficulty, but it was still tough. Mm-hmm. So I give myself, I give myself a break on this one. It's, yeah. because it's not an easy game. I've, I don't think I've ever tried above that, uh, that level because it's not going to be easy and it's it scares out. me. One question. Yeah. Did you see credits? No, there were no credits. That's the problem. Uh, and I don't know if you actually beat the game. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if F Zero X shows credits. I don't know either. <laughs> I've never found out, so I couldn't even tell you. Um, that's that's always beat... that, that was my uh, that that used to be my um, my cousin's thing with me. Was anytime beating a game on easy, he's like, "Did you see credits? Did you beat the game? <laughs> Doesn't matter how, unless you cheat it. If you cheat it, then you didn't." Right. I agree. I hundred percent agree with that. Um, but uh, I beat all of the circuits, all of the different. Um, like the, the cups, all the different cups I beat. So I don't know. There's free, there's a rainbow road level in this game. Spoilers for anybody playing it. There's uh, some wild maps <laughs> at the end. Yeah, well, especially at the end they did with with like the X cup. Yeah, that, that was the craziest one. So I'm pretty sure they just take random pieces of track and mm-hmm. shove them together, yeah. and that's the track. Because it was wild. There was some mm-hmm. interesting stuff going on in there. <laughs> I don't know if it's randomly generated every time. Or if it's just the same all the time. Uh, I should try that out and see if it is the same. I never... Because I, once I beat it, I was like, alright. I don't need to go back. Because uh, that was definitely the least interesting one. 
to me at least because the tracks were just kind of thrown together um but overall i recommend it highly recommend it i i'm praying that we don't get another racing game this week if we get another racing game i'm spinning the wheel again (laughs) because we've done too many in a row i feel like somehow we've done a lot somehow they're all on the n64 go figure We couldn't so get an N64 game to save our lives in the beginning, but now yeah. they've all been N64 games. It, it was like a full year of doing podcasts before we had one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah so let's uh, spin that wheel since uh, no, not yet. we've already don't, gone don't, long enough. Don't jump the gun yet, Mark. I need some scores. <laughs> we just crossed the two-hour mark. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hit me with a quick score. Okay. Uh, so... I gave it a two and a half out of a 10 because I will not be returning to it unless we play it as a party game for uh, extra life or something. And also because I liked watching you play Tom more than I actually enjoyed playing it myself. (laughs) Um, But there is someone out there. If you like really tough racing games and you want to challenge or you liked F zero in general, this game would be for you. Other than that, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So three out of five for me, um, you know, middle of the pack, you know, sort of a good racing game. There's nothing really wrong with it. Um, you know, it's not a game that, like, would melt hours away that gives mm-hmm. racing games a little bit higher stars on my list. Um, but, you know, it's competent. It's something you can play as couch co-op or on stream or, or something like that. You're not going to, you know, completely, um, you know, be bored by it. Um, there's a lot of racing games around this time period that do fall into that category. Um, so yeah, very, very, um, playable, but, um, not anything spectacular. Um, I guess looking back on, you know, from nowadays perspective, might've been spectacular technology wise back then, but, um, it's, uh, you know, three out of five. Okay. I give it three and a half out of five. You've heard all, you heard me gloat about this game. If you like hard racing games, pick it up. Okay. It is finally time to spin the wheel. Another N64 game. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say racing game. <laughs> no, thank god not a racing game. We're playing WrestleMania 2000. Oh! Hey. So, this is one of the best wrestling games ever. Yeah. Um, it's the precursor to probably one, probably the best one, which is um, WWF No Mercy for the N64. Yeah. But this uh, was the first THQ... Uh, WWF game, and it came out for the N64. And guess it was 2000. I think it came out probably 99. I want to say it came out after WrestleMania 2000 actually happened. I could oh. be wrong. I'd have to check fact check. If it that. has the but, WrestleMania 2000 stage, then probably yes. So since this is a wrestling game, I feel like we should do like a standard set of matches, just so like Jen has a clear idea. Like maybe we should do a single match, triple threat, tag match. Does that work? Yeah, I was do. I was gonna say single tag and. Um, does this have a Royal Rumble mode? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Those would probably be the three to play. Okay, we can do that. Single tag, Royal Rumble, and it hits feel all free. The points of the game. Yeah. yeah, feel free to mess with all the rules and stuff too. Okay. There's a hundred okay. different rules that you yeah, can. Yeah, if, if you want to do triple threat, feel free, but. That those the, uh, will probably just not require, but it, playing those three will get you basically the idea of you know the game. Okay. 
So, um, I, 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 not only did we get another N64 game, I also added PS2, GameCube, and Dreamcast to this list, and we still got an N64 game. <laughs> so something's, uh, something's funky here. <laughs> I feel like somebody's fixing Wait. it, so N64... I think it's all that smack talk about the N64 back in the day. It's catching up to you guys now. (laughs) I I think it's coming back to haunt us. I do. I think so. I think somebody said, oh, they they don't like the N64? They were going to give them all N64 games. Which which WCW games do you have? Um, I have WCW NWO World Tour. And what was the one before that? I want to say it's Revenge. I want to say I have both of them. Yeah, because... It, maybe it'll come up at some point, so I'll just do a good tease here. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, but I have a good story about uh, whatever that second game is, not um, World Tour, the other one. Um, from from so hopefully a little teaser for anybody that's listening at this point in the podcast. I have a I have a pretty good story uh, involving a Funko Land in that game. So I can't wait. <laughs> so. Let's get all our plugs out of the way and get out of here so people can go back to their lives that, now that we've taken seven hours of it. Yeah, and, uh, so, Mark, so, go ahead and plug yeah, all so, our uh, stuff. Stranger Namies, um, every Wednesday, uh, you can see it on uh, iTunes, Google Play, you know, strangerdamies.podbean.com. Um, they call this a movie. Um, same thing, iTunes, Google Play, everywhere. They call this a movie.podbean.com. Uh, um, those are both on Twitter and um, Instagram. Um, the Twitter is, uh, uh, you know, Stranger Damies for the D&D, and they call this the movies is the main Damie. So just feel free to check those out. Um, on the Instagram, it's the same thing. Um, I always recommend, I say it every week, and Instagram thing where he takes a quote from our show and puts it up there on the Instagram or multiples. Um, we've, even had, we've even had a friend helping out with doing a little... 30 second clip of something we talk about over a clip from the movie. Um, sort of one of those Twitter quick hits that have been fun. Um, so be on the lookout for that stuff. Um, and um, yep, if you're listening to this episode, um, it'll be Monday. We did skip um, an episode last week, so you did not miss one. Um, if, if, you know, episode 114 will be this Wednesday. Um, and then for they call this movie, we may have did the worst movie we've ever done. And that's saying something. Like it is absolute garbage. Yeah, I I was listening to it. I have to agree with you on that. If you've seen The Room, that might be a better movie than this movie. That's rough. That's rough. It's real bad. (laughs) It involves it involves a dog, and I hated the dog in the first five minutes. Oh, that's not good. Everything about this movie is unbelievable. And and he's a and he's the protagonist. Um, Well, I guess I could say the name. It's a it's called Love on the Leash because it would have been out by the time this aired. Um, so just look that up. Don't, you know, you know, if, if you haven't listened to the podcast, just look that up and then listen to the podcast. Don't watch them. Uh, Don't but, do it to yourself. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, and then the, uh, Stranger Damies episode will be a nice power cleanser. Yeah. Right, there you go. <laughs> for that. So, uh, um, uh, Jenny, you got anything to add? Uh, just check out our, um, our social media accounts for our podcast here, we are hashtag branded a little yes. bit now. Yep. So um, we were talking about it on our Saturday Scream stream, how we have all these different social media accounts. And I think, Mark, you said it would have been great if we were just Game Vault Pod. I'm like, it's hmm. the match with the Twitter, yeah. Yeah. Looked it up. We're now Game Vault Pod on Twitch. 
Instagram and Twitter. So mm. moving up in the world. So check us out all those different places. We still have a tiny URL for our YouTube as of right now. Never know. Maybe in the future yeah. we won't. But that's pretty we much it. Get a, yeah, we need 100 subscribers to be able yeah. to get so, the event. Come on, people. You know, yeah, pick it up, people. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Jen, you want to give us our new and improved stream schedule? Yes. So it is still in the works, but as of now, um, I don't think Sundays are set in stone, but we're going to call it for now Civilization Sundays because my husband is now semi-permanently going to be streaming on Sundays, Civilization 6 with Mark and possibly Tom. You mm. never know. Um, so tune in for that. Uh, and then Monday, every other Monday is our retro roulette stream with, with Tom, who's going to going to go over our retro roulette game um tuesdays is a day off for us wednesday is tbd as well um i might be picking up again with uh, final fantasy 7 or we might be doing something else so we'll keep you updated on that that's going to be similar to sundays we'll let you know probably the day of um and then thursdays is truck and thursdays with mark as he plays the truck simulator game which is always a fun time to watch um, and then Fridays and Saturdays alternate depending on our streams or our podcasting schedule. So um, this week it'll be me and Mark playing Dead by Daylight on Saturday tomorrow. So it'll be um, Saturday Scream Stream. And then next week it'll be Friday Fright Fest. So those alternate. And that's our current streaming schedule. Yeah. And uh, look you. up the end of that uh, trucking stream um, because, because no one was on Discord with me um, and the time of the night. I was literally doing um, dozing off of the wheel. So it's a fun <laughs> final five to ten minutes of that stream as I go, oh, shit. That's and amazing. That damage was only to my vehicle. I'll be fine. Um, yeah, so yeah, I have a couple of moments where, one, I am, uh, my phone rings in the middle of it as I'm trying to get it to stop and go off. I go into the other oncoming <laughs> traffic. Um, I think you were there for that, Tom. Um, yeah. This is why uh, this game is so great to watch because this yeah. thing, the stuff that happens yeah. is so amazing. So I, I, I need, we need to, I will set the time when you guys are available because I do okay. need somebody on the other end <laughs> if we're going to stream past nine, like near nine o'clock. Keep yeah. you away. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. If you, if you, if you have made it this long, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, if you're listening to this, obviously you know where to find us on any of your any of your podcasting uh, apps. We are there. Um, uh, go support support your local arcades once you're allowed out of the house again. Uh, I I'd like to just reiterate that because arcades are kind of a have gone the way of the dodo, and I don't like it. I want them to come back. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out. Uh, everybody, stay safe out there. Uh, Use your heads when you're going outside. Don't do anything dumb. Um, we'll be here for you if, if you need us. Feel free yeah. to reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, anything like that. Let us know what you're playing, how you're playing it, and what we should be playing. Um, but for Mark and Jenny, I am Tom, and we'll catch you guys in the next one.